Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. You know what's interesting? Not what's interesting. You know what's the best part about this podcast? The fact that we can say Alex Jones got a DWI today? Fuck that dude. <laughs> sure. Sure, I was going to say it's the fact that you can interact with two people while smoking hookah, while you are smoking hookah, you the listener, um, and you won't catch coronavirus from us. It's impossible. This is a podcast. It's impossible so far. So far. So So far. far. You know, if we go viral, uh, uh, no, that's, that's terrible joke no but uh question (laughs) for you (laughs) uh so what if a british company asked you to come out to the uk to be intentionally infected with the coronavirus you would then become sick you would be quarantined for four weeks or sorry two weeks and then another two weeks of, of testing but out of this you would get a free trip to the UK, obviously some hospital stay, but you also get forty six hundred dollars. I, I mean, I would fight to round it up to five k, just because I think forty six hundred is just a weird number. But would you take that offer? A hundred and fifty percent. Listen, man, yes. I I am a I'm okay. I don't want to call myself a healthy male, <laughs> I, but I am I am a relatively spry you know, man in his mid twenties with no major health issues. I have a pretty good immune system. Yeah. I'm taking that money. Like I'm getting paid, you know, basically five grand for a month's worth of my time. Plus I, you know, of me just being sick and I just get to lay around all day. I'll bring my switch, dude. That's just a free vacation. (laughs) Like, I'm gonna play. Yeah. I'm like, like I, I'm gonna play the new Animal Crossing. Like just, just all, all day. Like that's all I plan on doing anyway. And I get paid five grand to do it. Yeah, sign me up. Okay, absolutely. Well, I'll be okay. okay. Like, yeah. And this coming from, plus I'm pretty uh, sure that shit works like chicken pox, right? Like, once uh, I get it, I can't get it again. <laughs> <laughs> you can still get the flu. The super it's, coronavirus. Yeah, it's not like they inject you with a vaccine. They just inject you with the flu. So I'm pretty sure people catch the flu multiple times in their in their lives. So uh, nah. you know, different strains, something <laughs> close to it. But you know what? True. As me, the the germaphobe, I am. Uh, I'm definitely all in on this plan as well because, like you said. Uh, that's just that's just four weeks down, you know. I'll take that. I am. Uh, I would also put myself in the healthy category. Um, the, qu- the, I, the the quotation mark healthy category. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like I did my checkup. They said I was good. So yeah, you know, exactly. No high blood I, pressure. I check no. my blood pressure at the thing at the pharmacy every couple <laughs> of months, and it's usually fine. So like, I'm probably good. Yeah, I'm good for a space activity. I'm 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 all good. I can go down for uh for a injection of a virus yeah and uh you know you're also gonna have you know the doctors all around you checking on you so it's not like they're gonna inject you and just they're like all right let's see if you survive uh, listen, and if you do I mean, you get 5k <laughs> at, at the way things are going i mean statistically we're you know it's possible to get it just in a non-controlled environment so 
I yeah. might as well just go to a hospital and do it right? <laughs> for five so, grand. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, so I mean, we are, uh, as many Can of our listeners twice? know. <laughs> Hey man, I, I, I recovered. Uh, can I run that right back? I mean, you know, we can just see if it works. Hey, if, you, if there's a resting period, I'll wait a month and come back. Y'all got any other viruses you need to test out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Is there a bounty uh, board I'm, I'm I can just sign up for? <laughs> I think we just uh, found our new careers, huh? Put me down for Ebola. Let me get I a little bit of the. <laughs> let uh, me get a little bit of mumps. Uh, let me get some. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, people you already know, or some of you might not know, but we are based in Austin, Texas. And if you do not know, uh, South by Southwest, the biggest event in Austin, it's a yearly show, is canceled. Two week it long is yearly festival. Canceled. Yeah. Two week long festival canceled. And some people are happy for it. Some people are not happy for it. I'm kind of just eh and i mean it like it doesn't affect sucks. my life at all so it doesn't I'm affect okay. yours i i knew you were staying inside me i wanted to go to a lot of the shows but at the same time i was like eh people are gonna be getting sick and the doing only thing this i'm bummed this. about is flat stock isn't happening flat stock is happening oh shit what yeah, they did put out a post. They said that it is happening. And oh. Flatstock um, is the art show event. So there's okay, a lot yeah, of artists and whatnot. But there's some artists said that they still are not coming. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit slimmer. But uh, going back to the, the South by stuff, you know, I was I, I understand what they're what they're talking about as far as people traveling in, because a lot of people come in from all around the world, literally all around the world. Um, a lot of people from California. And I mean, they have what, 30, 50 something cases in LA. So, I mean, all those people traveling over, chilling in here, we all go to a concert and then scatter back, go back home. And then that's where, you know, it spreads. Uh, yeah, that could be a, a serious problem. But, you know, the, the other side of it is just how much money has been lost I, <laughs> for yeah. the city of Austin. I mean, and, uh, I, and I get that for sure. But like, ultimately there was like, they had a choice to make, man. It was like, either way you played that, there were going to be potentially awful consequences. Yeah. And I and they had to make a choice between just making a shitload of money or not only, you know, trying to protect not only the people that live here in Austin, but the potential breeding ground and transmission throughout the country because of it. Yep. So I get that. Like, yeah. okay, you make a lot of money or people could maybe die like yeah ah. but it was it was like yeah you and it's like it's people were like you know people were like you know i'm younger i'm not gonna die like even if i catch it, i'm not gonna die but it was the whole <laughs> thing of just like it's not you it's who you're gonna pass it exactly to. that's the thing it's like everyone kept thinking about themselves it was just like no i'm good bro like i'm good i'll survive this i just want to listen to this show but it's but it's uh, the 25 people you give it to like yeah on the thing, flight you know back and like, when you go see your grandma then you give it to your grandma or something like that so it's uh it's crazy but i mean you know some of the bars um out here some of the hotels some of the restaurants some of the food trucks say that they make 25 some up to 35 some freelancers and solo people make up to 50 percent of their annual revenue in this two-week period so think of that just disappearing there's no way to actually get it back there's no way to (laughs) get those people to come and visit your shop you know during the rest of this year you know because that traffic is just gone bloop Yep. 
disappears. So, you know, there's there's a lot of back and forth. What should, what's the right choice? What's the worst choice? What was, you know, this and this. But in the end, it's just not happening. And it's pretty crazy. It's, it's it pretty crazy. It is a pretty crazy thing. But to go back to the initial question, yeah, we're taking 5K. We're taking 5K to get injected with this virus because we're a little crazy. Now, what we would do with that money... Eh, hey, I, I don't know. St- hey, like I said, man, I got student loans. You got student, I got loans. student loans to pay off. All right. Well, I got let's debt, see fam. if <laughs> if if we took a little bit of that money. Let's we're we're gonna use some of that money, but we're also gonna use a lot more money because what we're talking about today will require quite a bit of money. But let's just say if we just got a little bit of um, investment money or in, you know a startup we had fund, some financial backers. Yeah, to make an idea happen. And what that idea is, is if we were to make our own shisha. Now, we're going to look at this a couple different ways. You know, we're going to look at this as us making our own shisha tobacco, as well as, you know, making a brand and what that brand would be, how our tobacco would be. So we're going to kind of just talk about what we would do and the flavors that we would be offering um, to you, the the fans of our awesome, awesome, awesome shisha tobacco. But before we get too, too deep into this, we just want to let you all know that you are listening to the hookah podcast this is episode 46 46 i think 46 yeah yeah i had to think about that for a second and um i am one of your co-hosts uh smoke or pass and i am your uh, other co-host two puff tony yeah 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 (laughs) what up fam (laughs) uh so yeah we Uh, are definitely smoking and we're always um, smoking we spoke at work (laughs) we spoke at home Yep, and if you listen to the last episode, we might be smoking more than hookah, but that's just for episode 45. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave that there for (laughs) y'all. Yeah, because I did not get any feedback yet about if you wanted to hear more stories about what we talked about in episode 45. I mean, maybe if someone would post on Facebook about the episode, maybe we might get some comments. True, true. Got a post coming your way. You'll know exactly what we're talking about when you see the album art for that uh, episode. Um, oh, but yeah, shit. if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It is definitely a little laugh, a little laugh. But now we're going to switch languages for you. And I'm going to let Two Puff Tony introduce these, uh, these segment where we let <laughs> you know what is in, <laughs> where we let you know what's in our bowls. Uh, so when I read this, my American brain wants to say, say... Say qui est dan's libel, uh, but it according to Google Translate's little audio thing, it's su qui est dan's libel or something like that. Or say qui est say qui est dan's libel. <laughs> that's the Texan version. That's the that's the King of the Hill version. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just French for what's in the bowl. It's, yep. Yeah, you know, changing it up. No. We're going Let's international. See. Shout out to all oh, our yeah. French listeners. Hey, 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 hey! I know I butchered that. I'm sorry. I deeply. Or apologize. I should say, oi, oi. There you go. Is that racist? I don't know if that's racist. What? Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Is it a no. wee wee? No, in France, they're oi, uh, oi, oi. What oi. is oi, oi? I don't know what oi, oi is. You can go oi, oi, or wee wee. I mean, like wee wee is like 
yes, yes, oi, oi is almost like the same thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't can, know oi, yeah. oi was a thing. I was like, that's, that's sad. Only, the only that's reason sounds. I know is because I was screaming it out of a car in France. So. You're that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oi, oi. <laughs> wow. Oi, right. oi. That's or offensive. Su- that's for su- sure su- offensive. Sweet, sweet, su, su, oi, oi. I don't know. It was along the lines of that, but I'm sure it was not racist. No, no, it's not racist. Somewhat offensive. Somewhat offensive for sure. Maybe not crossing the, the line into racist, but for sure somewhat offensive. Uh, All right. So uh, what is... No, anyway. So, uh, so it's back to you, K. C.Q.S. Dan's Le Bowl. Yeah. Tupac Tony. What's in my bowl? Literally the same thing as last week. Literally everything's the same. I got a Regal Prince. I got Twice the Ice Axe and TNT from Trifecta. Lotus 2, Metal V, Tree Ripper House, like all just the usual stuff. I did clean it again, though. I did. I'm getting better about it. Nice. So nice. I'm trying. I'm trying to do you right. <laughs> all right. Well, then yours is the same. Mine is very, very close to the same. Ooh. But I have changed one thing. So I did the. Uh, I've got my Wuka set up. I've got the Vitria with that sparkling white ceramic bowl. But inside of it, I've got my Hipster Mint, my Ventura Peach, and my Vanilla. But I brought in something that I was talking about in past episodes that I fell in love with. And I just felt like it could do a little something for this bowl. And that flavor is Haze Chai-tastic. Nope, not Bonafide. No, Banana Peach, Vanilla, Mint. But yeah, the Chitastic, it is just, mm, 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 mm. it's not, you don't put too much because this is, this is that four flavor mix. This is where things can get a little, a little choppy, really like the vanilla and the chai. It's a, it's, it's a weird balance. I feel like it's one of those things where if I didn't have the vanilla, I'm sure I could still get the same kind of experience just by adding the chai because the chai just adds that much of a unique taste to this bowl. But anytime that I've been making it the past Let's see, I'm on bowl six of this mix. I've always included vanilla, but it's it's delicious for me, and that's what I am rocking with. I so, give that a try. Chia. I give that chia. A, I, I don't normally go for Tritastic, but uh, yeah, I give that a try. Okay, yeah. word, word. Well, now that we've got some investment money, and we've uh, got oh, we some got people. We, we got that what's it taste like segment money, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> due to the wild success of this podcast. We've earned enough money to start our own shisha company, and it's two individual companies. That's how much money we earn. We're, we're able to, it. yeah, we're we able to have our own. But we didn't. We didn't have <laughs> yeah. to. Like. So we are going to move into the main segment and the title of this episode: Fubu, which is for us by us. And no, that is not racist as well. <laughs> I didn't just, think it was, but okay. Okay, I'm just throwing, just throwing it out there since you thought oi oi was racist. I mean, <laughs> just in case we were like, hey, Fubu, you can't say that. Like, I can say nah, it. No, you can say about it. Too puff. I mean, that's for us bias. But yes, this Shisha brand is for us and it's bias. But it could be for you as well. And uh, we'll talk about how we would do that, how we would bring it, how we would deliver it to you. And um, yeah, so are we ready? Are we ready to do this, party people? I think we're ready. ready. I think we're ready. Okay. I don't really care okay. if they're not ready. We're ready. <laughs> just keep pressing play, or just let this play all the way through. Exactly. Not not keep pressing play. You'll just keep pausing it. <laughs> That'll be the worst podcast you've ever listened to. In 
I will do no. <laughs> All right, so moving into this, uh, let's just start from the top. Let's go with um. So we have some questions down that we're gonna ask ourselves, like always. But the first one that I'm going with is, how do you think you would go about making shisha? So there's several different ways that uh, shisha that we have available on Nukadash Shisha or just shisha available on the market is created. You know, whether you are cooking the tobacco, washing the tobacco, unwashed tobacco, all these different things. Um, there's a lot that goes there's into this. There's a lot this, to so. think about. Correct, correct. And we won't go too deep on that aspect because that will definitely take some time, but we will definitely use the um, the likeness um, or style of some other brands just to kind of give you guys an idea of what we would like to see in our cut of tobacco and overall juiciness. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, what, what, what are you well, thinking for? Have you ever actually tried to make your own shisha? Negative. I have definitely watched a few videos about it and I just, no, it's no. hard, man. Yeah. It, I, I, I would imagine. Crazy. Like yeah. I, 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 uh, I experimented it, experimented with it in college and, uh, <laughs> like you do most things. I don't know. That was an experimentation joke. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I try. I try to. I like. I like messed around with it because I was working at just a shit hookah bar, and I was like, "Oh, flavors! I could try. I could probably do that." They don't make a root beer flavor. I could probably make that. So I like looked up some guides, and I even bought like bulk tobacco, like huge leaves of it, mm. just like all like dried and ready to go, and chopped it up, boiled it, like did all the stuff that like added the glycerin the the molasses like the flavoring all this yeah it was not good it didn't turn i think i should have i didn't let it dry so i chopped it up boiled it strained it and then kind of like i just didn't let it dry Mm -hmm. i like pressed it out but i didn't let it actually like all the moisture get out so i think that might have been one of my issues it was just a lot of water for like it was just a lot of liquid in there yeah, it's it's hard, man. It's not easy, and it just it tasted like shit. It like you got like <laughs> just the ever like I, I literally did try to make a root beer flavor, and it, I, you get like the very slight hint of root beer, and then it just tastes burnt. Like and you're like, oh man, like I wasted so much money and time. Like yeah, that's yeah. and that was the thing. It was like there was time, money, and if it went bad. It was going to be bad, and I was out of money, and I just had, you know, this extra stuff where I could just go down to the smoke shop and just go with what they have. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. That's no, pretty you much made the right decision. Yeah. And I don't, know if do I, I don't know if I brought this up when uh, I came back from California on my last uh, out, outing in California when I was with uh, Regal, but uh, they told me about a, a story about a friend who tried to make his own tobacco. He tried just... You know, he wanted to make essentially orange soda and he got his flavoring for some orange flavoring and he got some glycerin. Uh, He was told to basically just mix it 50 50 glycerin 50, you know, flavor and just, you know, mix it up. He did that and smoked it and it really burned. It it just burned his eyes. It burned his lungs. He was just like, oh, this is just. This is just so, so harsh. And it was really the flavoring that was burning, plus the glycerin. It just was incorrect ratios. And so he decided, okay, I'm done with this. He stopped smoking after like five minutes, went and took a shower before going to sleep. And the steam in the shower 
hit his, like, you know, he inhaled, you know, the steam that was in there, uh-huh. and that pretty much mixed in with the glycerin that was in his throat and his lungs and uh-huh. completely blocked off his breathing. And he had to call, or someone there had to call 911 because he was, like, passed out in the shower. And Jesus. now, And now for the rest of his life, he has uh, breathing problems. Like, he can't run a marathon. He can't do a lot of things. And I believe smoking hookah is one of those things that he can't do. And it was all messed up because he tried to make his own shisha. And oh, so that, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, I was like, wow. So definitely. That's crazy. If you, yeah, if you see these, you know, tutorials and whatnot, please understand that you are about to inhale something that you have created and <laughs> you have <laughs> you better... <laughs> no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> if you have never read up about it, you know, I would definitely think it's going to be more than a couple YouTube videos. You, I would definitely recommend reaching out to some manufacturers just to ask some, some questions. Never feel like you have a silly question, especially if you're doing this with your health. I mean, like, like I said, this guy got seriously, seriously injured um, because of this and it could have been avoided, you know, it could have been avoided and uh, it just didn't go that way. So I'm glad that you were not affected Damn, like same. this guy. I didn't go not, crazy though. I, it was like not that much <laughs> glycerin and flavoring. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I didn't do, I didn't do half and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, when you look overseas, that's something that they're used to. Like they're used to buying the raw tobacco and then buying the flavoring separate and then mixing it and then doing the whole weight process. If that were the case over in the U S if that's how it started, we would not be here on this podcast right now. No, no, it would have never had the boom. It would have never had anything in the U S if you had to do that much work. Yeah, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I have not, and I will never try and make it. The, the one thing that I will say that I will try to do, maybe, is if I am at a shisha warehouse, you know, a manufacturer's warehouse, if they're going to let me go in and kind of mix some flavors or whatnot with their guidance, I'm all about that. See, sure. that's what I was I will, about to say. I was like, I, I kind of really want to do that. I want to go, like, make my own flavor, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That would be something that I am definitely, definitely down to do. Um, I've seen the inside of uh, a couple of warehouses. Um and the smell is insanely strong. Like I think about people that are working in different food industries and, you know, some people like when I come home, I smell like hookah. If I go out somewhere after work, I'm going to smell like hookah. Like if I go to a grocery store, if I go to a restaurant, someone's like, oh, you smell sweet. Oh, what is this? You smell. I'm mimicking old lady voices, but it's um, we're great with it's, old it's, ladies, by the way. <laughs> we're both great with old ladies. Yeah, I can reach a lot of tall things. Yeah. Uh, same with you. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, <laughs> they think we're so sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, when I talk to um, uh, like Trifecta, you know, one of the flavors that he does not like to make is what you're smoking right now, Twice the Ice, especially the Extreme. Because oh, I know. it is just so strong. The concentrate of that flavor is so strong. Your eyes will water, your nose waters. It can burn your eyes, your skin, if you're, you know, if you're messing with the, like, <laughs> straight extract Um, he he said some shit that i would never want to hear again (laughs) he he was like i I don't even know if i should say it he was just like he goes after i make a batch of twice the asx i can't touch my dick for like three hours (laughs) 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 or some shit like that 
There was something along no. those lines. I was like, he's like, oh, I can't. Yeah. That, that makes sense. And I'm yeah, like, I mean, oh, it's just that like, sucks, dude. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like I mean, it's peppers. almost like you're working with like hot peppers. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. You you can't rub your eyes, you can't do anything, and uh, that's that. That's that's exactly what you're getting into. But if <laughs> we were to do it, if now you know, going back to our brand, are you making now? You got to pick one. But are you making a blonde leaf, or are you making a dark leaf? This one's hard for me, because mm-hmm. like. My heart, my heart really at the end of the day lies with Dark Leaf. I love Dark Leaf. It's so good. Everything about it's so good. But like me as a hookah smoker now, I'm not, I, I, I gotta, I'm just not doing the Dark Leaf anymore. Like I, I don't, I don't trust it like for health reasons. You know, if I'm going to smoke, I should try to try to make it as like, you know, light as possible in terms of like strength of tobacco. So like I would for sure go with like a blonde leaf. If I was to make one now, if you would ask me this okay. like a year ago, I probably would have gone with dark, but like, okay. but now I'm going to go with a blonde leaf. And, but okay. like, but the caveat to that is it wouldn't be like a, like a star buzz or a trifecta type of blonde where it's like really, you know, low nicotine and everything. It would probably be more like the, like the unwashed Nakla type, type strong. Oh, so just still go with hits. dark leaf. What? <laughs> I was like, just go with dark leaf if no, you're going no, no, unwashed. No, no, no. Okay, okay. No, nah, go Do go you? with the Nakla dark leaf. Or not the Nakla dark leaf. What? Nakla dark leaf? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> no, just go with like the, the you know, I wouldn't want the same cut as Nakla, but like the strength of Nakla, where it's like a it's a it's little bit, it's a little robust, but not like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I always, now some people might not like this, but I always call Nakla, um, and this is the time where bad means good <laughs> but i call it like grungy dirty like it's yeah, like a, i love See, a, that's the best way a, to explain it though yeah it's a gritty it's a really just like hardcore traditional i don't know there's something about it like when i smoke nakla i'm like this is like it's gritty this this you know, that rough like you, this you is, know what you're smoking like that you know to start off with just alfakar and nakla it was just like alfakar would be like the sweeter more easily you know to use whereas nakla is like the grandpa version of the alfakar it's like the dad version like this is my my hefty put some hair on your chest double it's, apple it's, it's a, it's a got... little more rough around the edges it's, a, it's yeah, yeah it, it, you know it puts hair on your peaches like just... <laughs> <laughs> hair on your peaches yeah. that's, it, it's, that's it's, good it's, but it's like the it's like the dirtier like like more old school i like i would say like like you know like you said you've got your you know it's your grandpa's tobacco. It's, it's, yeah. it's from an age that was a little bit hardier. Like, yeah. And I would say, I would say now since, you know, since they've been bought out by JTI, I feel like their, their grittiness has kind of lightened up quite a bit. Yeah. For sure. Um, for, for, for sure. It's for still sure. there though. Oh yeah. It's still there, but it's not, it's not the same as the it old Nakla. Not the same. Yeah. But one of the things that you did bring up was uh, unwashed or washed. Uh, but real quick, uh, the uh, the washing process is what is, or cooking process, however you talk about it. But that's what's going to be um, the thing that's going to lighten up the nicotine content in the tobacco leaf. You know, if you're going with it unwashed or a light boil or whatnot, you're going to be keeping a lot of that uh, nicotine in there. So washing it, which is what you would see for social smoke, star buzz and stuff like that, that is what is bringing down that nicotine content. So you are going in with a blonde leaf, but you want to keep some of that nicotine Mm -hmm. 
um, in on your leaf. Me, on the other hand, I'm going blonde, and I have no care about the nicotine. But the one thing that I do want I figured you is would go dark. Nope. You nope. that legitimately surprises me. I thought you were gonna. I was. I was like eighty percent sure you were gonna go dark. <laughs> no, man. Because so there's two things to this. Because I'm. I'm really thinking about this as like strict to the idea of this episode as possible. And one of the things for that is that you have to test your flavors. Yep. And testing your I flavors agree. means smoking a lot of the same flavor, the same bowl, the same. And I don't want to go through that with a whole bunch of dark leaf sessions. No, you're right. Really trying to perfect the flavors that I want to release. Because I could say, hey, I'm going to make such and such brand hypothetically, and it's going to have these flavors. No, I want to think about that whole process of getting to that flavor and all that. And I just would love to do that with blonde leaf. But one thing I will say about the blonde leaf, though, and, you know, talking about the wash and unwash is I definitely want a weight to be in my smoke output. And by weight, I mean, uh, you know, th there's there's a denseness or heaviness to the smoke uh, that you put out. Uh, and that can go from different brands. So for an example, Social Smoke would be a brand where I would say it is a blonde leaf. There is absolutely no buzz to that for me. None it is very, 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 very light. And it's uh, it's something that I just don't feel like it has a lot of weight to it. It definitely has the flavor, but it has no weight to it. So if I were to put these things side by side, I would say I'd be leaning to something that's more like Starbuzz Bold, maybe a hair into like the ugly side of things where a little okay. bit, maybe a little bit of buzz there, but definitely it just has a weight to it and it doesn't feel like uh, a diet type of smoke. Um, but that would be what I would be focusing on with my Shisha brands. But the, the big question here is going to be flavor profiles. That's that's the big one. That's the big. I feel like big... that's that's what that's where we're obviously going to have the most fun. Like yeah, anybody would like make anything. Like what like what flavors are you going to make? Like you can do <laughs> anything you want. It's crazy. There's so much yeah. room here. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know. Do you want to launch off a couple flavor profiles? Um, I say we list off some of our flavor profiles. But one of the things I would want to know would be what is your first flavor release? What is the flavor that you're putting out on the map? Just like, hey, I'm here. Hmm. This is that. So yeah, so let's go with flavor profiles first and then just think about what we would want to introduce okay. first. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um so flavor profiles, I would definitely probably stick with like just blends over single notes. I mean, like I'm not going to do a blueberry single note flavor better than you know, the 15 brands out there that do that already. Like that's not special. At least mm -hmm. I don't think. Um so I'd probably stick with blends. Just do try, you know, try to try to get like interesting things going on. Um, I feel like there'd be a lot of citrus in mine. I'd probably do a lot of citrus blends. There'd for sure be you know a, a, a good amount of mint in the blends for sure, um, or at least in a couple of them. Um, I would definitely I would definitely try to do some like a couple of like chocolate and coffee type flavors. Wow. Um, just because I like both of those things. I don't like them a lot, but I like both of them. Hmm. If I had to like <laughs> actually throw some some flavors together, so I've always wanted to do my my uh, my lemon vanilla uh, like peppermint blend. I've always wanted that to be a thing. Let's see, uh, ooh, blueberry like 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 blueberry vanilla and like coffee. I think that's always really good. What? Yeah. Hey, this is your brand. This yeah. is your brand. 
Or like maybe not necessarily coffee, but like like a chai slash coffee type flavor. Okay. Something darker like that. Um, I probably do like or just a full citrus, just orange, grapefruit, lemon, you know, lime, mint explosion. Okay. Uh, ooh, cherry uh, uh, cherry lemonade would be another one for sure. Like uh, just like a really good cherry flavor with just like a like a lemon lemon lemonade type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't know with lemonade flavors if it's like just lemon or if it's actually like lemonade. I don't know if there's yeah. a difference. Yeah, I feel like uh, some people just do with like uh, the candied lemon. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, which is probably the same thing. Um, tastes exactly the same. Yeah, I don't know stuff like that. Like just having like I I would pretty much just be taking my like greatest hits from over the years of all the blends I've done like in lounges and stuff. And then just make those flavors. Hmm. So, Lurk, I mean, like, that's, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what I would be doing. So, what it sounds like it's like you're using just kind of like, you know, obviously the things that you enjoy, but also using kind of just your history of flavor mixes, um, yeah. you know, from the lounge to make your flavors. And it sounds like everything would be blends, correct? For the most part, yeah. I mean, I yeah. might have like, I'll probably have like a standalone mint flavor and like maybe like one or two other just standalone flavors, but mostly blends. Yeah. Just to round out the the line. Okay. All right. Well, um, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I would not attack the single flavor market at all because I would, I feel like it's a waste of time. If, If I am, even if you were to ask me this question four years ago, three years ago, five years ago, I don't know. I feel like even then, I would not be focusing on single flavors. I would just leave that stuff to the people that already are known for those single flavors, like Alfaker for sure, um, and just focus on something else. So for me, it's definitely blends, but I already have kind of like a flavor profile in mind, um, and it's just something that is not prevalent in the blonde leaf industry. It's more like this, or it's more prevalent in the dark leaf, but I would honestly be focusing on floral spices mints and of course my peach of course um yeah you know um i'll throw in some melon there um one of the main flavors that i would definitely definitely have on my roster would be a mint melon and rose combination um (laughs) super light on the melon scent uh, or melon melon taste with definitely the rose notes and just like a cooling mint not ice cold nothing in my line would be nothing in my line would be ice cold everything would be kind of just just like hipster mint, pretty much would be mm-hmm. what I would uh, what I would have for my stuff, um, but definitely melons, florals, spices, and that's pretty much what I would be focusing on. Um, and you know that would be the thing where I would try to be. I feel like you know you kind of kind of putting myself obviously in um, in a box as far as saying like my flavors are only this. But at the same time, I would want to have a brand that I would want to smoke the things that I'm already smoking. Like, I, exactly. you know, like there, there's definitely I know this for a fact after, you know, just talking with people that make flavors. There's a lot of times where they make flavors because the fans are asking for it, but it's a flavor that they hate. Mm-hmm. And they had to come up with that flavor. They had to smoke the flavor, perfect the flavor, do all this for you guys. And that is something that I'm not even going to worry about. It's just here's these are the flavors. This is what I like. Yeah. This is what you're smoking, and that's we don't that's, want your input. <laughs> I would love to hear the input, but other than that, it's like, hey, can you make this flavor? No, eh, eh, we eh, can't. This this is this this is this. You know, you can go somewhere else to find that flavor. I'm just you know releasing 
my blends and that's and that's that so definitely make this flavor can i or will i (laughs) exactly can i Uh, sure will i no you know so for me i'm thinking of um you know the the cashmere flavors you know the fact that they're pretty much primarily in dark leaf i mean really you don't have too much of that type of spice uh flavors in blonde uh, so that's something that I will be focusing on is bringing those type of flavors in with um, some mint, you know, already in there, some cooling to it. Um, kind of think bug powder, okay, um, okay. but kind of just in blonde. So, yeah, once again, everything being in blonde. But, uh, yeah, just playing around with just florals, mints, some fruits, some. I'll definitely have a chai flavor because I am I'm all about that. That's mm-mm. of course. Yeah, of I course. don't know. I don't know what I would do with it to make it, you know, stand out a little bit, but I think that's where my wheelhouse of flavors would be. And I honestly feel like if I had to pick who I am marketing towards or who I am crafting this for, it is definitely, definitely not for, um, I wouldn't say definitely, obviously, because I don't know everyone's taste buds, but I would think that the stuff that I would be making would be for people who have been smoking for a while. Um, because it's probably, I, I feel like it takes a while for people to have an appreciation for spice flavors. Definitely. If I started smoking hookah and the first thing I had was cashmere. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I probably wouldn't have smoked hookah <laughs> after that. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, I was, what it tastes like. No, I'm good. Like <laughs> this is old lady perfume. Y'all enjoy this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Count me out. Count yeah. me out. Perfect. I mean, I hated that stuff when, when I smelled it the first time, hated it. But after a while of smoking, I started getting to the spices, and the next thing you know, it I'm like, this cashmere stuff is amazing. Get some clove in here. Get some of this in here. Oh man! And so now I'm there, and so that's pretty much where I would be starting off is from there and going forward with that uh, with that flavor rundown. Um, so what would your what would your breakout flavor be? Um, I'm thinking I, I think it's gonna be that rose melon mint. It's, okay. It's something that is just already kind of put together. One of the things that I have said that I've enjoyed because it's already pre-made is Winter Rose from Azure. Mm. And it's really just rose and mint. It's very simple, but it just, mm, just perfect. It's already mixed. I already do these things on my own. I love mixing some hipster mint with a little bit of AF Rose. So to have this kind of already pre-made, that's where I'm at. But just add a little bit of that honeydew, that sweetness to it, and we're there. That's that. You put it in a bowl, it's just like natural order. It's just done. You yeah, just okay. done. All right? Yeah. I like what that. about yourself? Are you going double apple? <laughs> no, I'm I can't. I can't try. I'm not better than than Alfaka and Alfa on that. Like, shut up. Like, of course I'm not gonna try to make but hey, apple. hey, I know my is, place. I would say, but this is where we have the investor money. You can go and learn. No. You, you never know. No, you don't I, even want to touch it. It's more of a matter of respect. By okay, okay. It's, it's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. Um so I think if I I think I would want to try to be like to really put myself out there, I think I'd try to make a baklava flavor that's actually good. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be a really a really fun one to try to tackle. Because, uh, yeah, I think I would try to base it off of, like, my own recipe for baklava, like the actual, like, dessert. And I would want to put, like... So, so I make my baklava with orange blossom honey. 
So I, yeah, I, I, you know, get an orange peel and like a, a cinnamon and all that shit and like do like orange and everything in it. So I'd probably put some kind of like citrusy like undertone in it with like a little bit of like rose and like an almond, like nutty flavor type thing. Okay. Yeah. I think that'd be okay. good. Okay. So you are good. definitely And whatever marketing... they use to make muffin. Yes. Whatever it is they use to make muffin. I just need a little <laughs> bit so I can get that like pastry like crisp in there. Like that's all yeah. I need, just a dash. So definitely it sounds like you were in the same boat as me where with that mix, baklava, I do not see that going towards a first time smoker. No, see, I feel like the opposite. I feel like if it's done well enough and done in the correct way... A ton of people will like it. New well, new smokers. Well, uh, like Okay, so I'm smokers. going with liking it versus purchasing it. So a new person walks in, they see this, and they're like, okay, got my hookah, and now I've got baklava. Wait, no. Is there anything like fruity or something like that? Whereas mm-hmm. someone this was like trying it, like I was just saying, if I had just tried and smelled cashmere on my first time smoking hookah, I might not like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe they'll like baklava, but I think if they were to see it on a shelf, they're still going to... I think no, my, no, I think no. My, that's where my marketing comes into play. Okay, that's okay. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, this is where okay. package design like oh becomes a becomes a conversation. Okay, like, so yeah, yeah. what 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 are you thinking your packaging is? Oh, I already like? got this shit on lockdown. Okay, literally, my cans are gonna be nothing. They're just gonna be nothing. There's not gonna be any color on them. There's not gonna be any like fancy design or like like fun graphic. It's literally just going to be a white plastic jar that just says in bold black letters just whatever the flavor is just i'm, I'm taking that box water like uh <laughs> that, that box water technique where like in like you know when you're in the grocery store on um, like you know surrounded by all these options so you know 15 different pasta sauces right it's all different labels and colors and all those things what like what would stand out to you? One with just like a plain white label with black lettering. I I would look at that and be like, yeah, look, that just says bread. I know what that is. Grab <laughs> like that's kind of how that's kind of how I would have my have my flavor my like my packaging. I would just have solid white cans with just bold black letters that say baklava or you know <laughs> like grapefruit orange mint or something like that. Okay, like, okay. Just that you just see it. And, you know, have them, of course, you would have to have them all grouped, you know, keep them all grouped together. So it's just this big block of white. So people right. are like, oh, what the fuck is that? Like, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. You see all these different colorful cans and colorful graphics, and then you just see a block of white, and you're instantly drawn to the white. Okay. So, okay. yeah. I, I think basic. if somebody saw baklava on a can, they would be like, all right, I'll, I'll smell this. <clears throat> I feel like mine is not gonna jump off the shelf like as far as eye popping as seeing bold letters of baklava but my packaging would pretty much be what a cloud lotus box looks like and it's it's um it would be the box obviously a little bit wider a little bit deeper um but basically the top of that box would be your lid and it would seal on perfect okay all right it Two, it's going to be biodegradable. Just throwing it out there. It's a biodegradable box, biodegradable interior. Just just, just throwing out some fanciness. Mm-hmm. Um, but so inside that box, you have, and I think I'm going to go with one size, and that's 200 grams. 
Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> you're the worst. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, just, I had a feeling you would hate that. So hate either way, 200, so 250s, whatever. Um, but you're looking in and you just see a black square box. You know that gold trim that goes around the whole lotus box. The whole lotus box. Basically, mine would be a trim that would indicate the flavor uh, you'd have a red, you'd have kind of a green, you'd have maybe a yellow, and just, you know, the name with that kind of embossed lettering on the outside, smooth texture box, but really just a bunch of little black squares. It's neat, it stores, you're good to go, and that is what, that, that's that's all I got right there. It's just going to be a I'm gonna, fancy, I'm, I'm gonna, classy I'm going to hop box. back and, and kind of jump on the bandwagon, too. I'd probably try to do some kind of biodegradable packaging. <laughs> that's a good idea. I didn't really think about that. That's yeah, a really I'm good not, idea. Not, so it, yeah. it, it, still, it still works for shipping. Um, you know, some people go with the pouches because it's easier for shipping. I feel like these thinner, somewhat wider boxes, will st- you'll still be able to stack them up very easily. I've seen how the lotuses are shipped. I feel like I could get a good amount of flavoring uh, flavors inside that box. Um, but also, I would keep a pretty limited flavor lineup. Um, this is just sprinkling a little bit more on my my big idea of things, but basically I would do it in kind of a quarterly fashion or a um, biannual, I don't know, that's yeah, two times a year, um, switch up. So basically we would have flavors go from uh, January to June and then uh, another 10 pack that goes July to December. Okay. And that is and that is how I am running things okay, in my side enough. of town. Fair enough. Now, the big question, the big question, and I have not thought about this at all. It just popped into my head as we were just doing the packaging. But do you have a name for your brand? No, that's the whole thing. That's part of, that's part of the whole packaging. Oh, thing. my God. There's, there's no brand name. It just, it okay, just says the but name. What, but what is your website? What is your? <laughs> you have to have something. You can't be invisible, man. Uh, <laughs> invisible, man. Um, oh, God. Um Honestly, I could just call it white label shisha. Okay. Yeah, white label white, shisha. White Easy Sean and his white label sense. shisha. Just white label shisha. <laughs> okay, and I think it's funny that you're going with that. Mine kind of just popped up, but mine is very simple, and my shisha brand would be called Smoke. That makes sense. Yep, yeah, and it would just be Smoke Shisha. I changed my name. <laughs> I'm gonna change my name from white label shisha. To it's it's gonna be called or pass. Oh my god! <laughs> Put us side by side. Now you've got this smoke in this fancy box. Oh, or pass oh my god! And our this brands, white our labeling. Would, the ten, the six month flavor block. We could just switch flavors every six months. <laughs> we just it's the same same ones. We just like all right here. You have those this time. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. If you want that gritty version of the flavor that uh, we released last quarter, oh, just shit. try or pass. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking crying. Oh, oh man, Jesus. that would be hilarious. Uh. Oh, yeah. All right, so now in the end of things, we created two brands that in the end two somehow brands. wound up Smoke working together <laughs> hand in hand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't stop crying. It's so funny. I've never cracked myself up harder. 
enjoy smoked baklava. It's like, I just, I swear, I just saw this flavor like last month, but now I can't find it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this month it's it's with the Orpass brand. You just got to look over there. But if you enjoyed their mint, rose, and melon, you can try it with us. <laughs> I think you just unlocked oh. the secret. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that is that shit, is good. That bro. is quality. That, that is, is quality. Quality right there. Right there. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think I think we've gone through just about all the aspects of our shisha brand. What the packaging would look like. What the buzz would be like. Um, your your cut of tobacco. I know you said it would. You would want it to be like, or you know, taste or feel like nakla. But as far as the cut of the tobacco. What uh, is... For the cut, I want it. I want Pure's cut, Pure Tobacco's cut. Okay, I love okay. their cut. It's just okay. so clean and so even. And See, wonderful. and I'm 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 going with the trifecta blonde cut. It's very choppy. I like the color of it. I like the look of it. Okay, fair. And yeah. that same exact juice content as well. I want the same not juice going level for... as trifecta, but like yeah. the actual physical cut for sure. I want up here. Okay, yeah. okay. I just want to get that last one out there because I think that wraps up everything on the for us by us segment so please if you think that you would enjoy our flavors let us know let us know and also be sure to let us know if you had a shisha brand what would you be doing what would the flavors that you would be making because we, we would love to hear those we want to hear about it we want to hear y'all's yeah. ideas yeah would you uh try and get your flavors out to reviewers or would you just review the stuff yourself like how would you put out the flavorings i i don't i of... wouldn't do like reviewers i wouldn't be like here's my flavor please put up a review of it i would i would for sure like i would send to people that i know like have you know the no hookah and like no flavors and are you know are able to actually give constructive feedback and i would just send them test batches just like here here's what i got this time around what do you think needs to be done to it like if, if would you rather have more mint less mint more this more that like you okay. know just like what would you change type of thing okay for me i am uh, i'm reviewing all of my flavors and i'm telling people Hey, this is the flavor that I made. This is what it consists of. This is what it tastes like for me. The formula is not changing. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> feedback. Let me know. But I enjoy it, so I have won. <laughs> like, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's it. Your shisha brand's probably not going to make a ton of money. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> We're classy. We are classy. We're classy. We're classy. All right, party people. Uh, that is for us by us, Fubu shisha tobacco you have smoked shisha tobacco or past tobacco um what a lovely <laughs> lovely brand that just kind of just came to fruition over this podcast because we definitely went into this with a blank slate and yeah no there this was is nothing. what we've created there was and that white happy can going up you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> so um. let's uh let's take it over real quick to a segment where we talk about things that are happening in the office and no i do not mean this show that two puff tony is still not watching i'm just talking about the things that are happening over at hookah dash shisha and uh i only have one thing written down here because i think it's pretty cool but uh the cloud chrysalis hookah is on the way to hookah dash shisha and you're gonna hear us talk about it and i'm gonna be smoking out of it on the next episode um i believe i believe now i didn't get to uh 
stream at all this week. But I did see that Sean was playing some Borderlands. Your boy uh, Tupac Tony was playing some Borderlands too. Yeah, he was up there in the morning. Around. He was in the morning. You were early on that stream. Yeah, it was like noon huh. one. Yeah, I was like, like man, I'm working. I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was I, I mean, I had. I was leaving to go out of town like that afternoon, so I had to do it kind of early. Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I, I had family in town, so um, I couldn't do it then. But I will. I will be getting in this weekend. Um, I will get some streaming done, um, and so you might see me smoking from the Z Chrysalis as I do that. And uh, so be tuned, uh, be tuned, uh, stay tuned. Look out for the um, notification that we're streaming live, and uh, you can always press the little bell button on the Facebook page to get notifications about when we post, so you never miss out. And uh, do you have anything for the newsroom? I ain't got anything. Ain't got anything. All right. So that is that. That is that. That's that. So I I really, I really hope that everyone, everyone is prepared for what is about to happen next. What is about to happen next is you are about to be transcendent to a place. (laughs) Nope. Nope. What is about to happen is you're about to be taken to a place i don't know if i use transcended right so i had to just not use transcended right i don't believe (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right so this next segment you are about to be whisked away to a flavorful forest of new taste and aromas uh it's a new area for us but it's the most popular most sought after content you could possibly find it's that in podcast brand starting segment yeah yeah it's the thing that gets gets the juices flowing it's a segment that we just you know we let you know about a flavor that we've tried for the very first time in our hookah lives and you know we've been in this thing for a very long time and uh we still come across new flavors every week every that we week. have never had and it's a segment that we pretty much like to call What's it taste like? There we go. There we go. You're following along on that one. I literally could not hear you, and I guessed. (laughs) I literally, I think you cut out as you started it, and I was like, I think we're going. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, No, that was good, though. That that worked out. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Well, um, I'm going to just throw this one out there. I'm going to kick this off because last time uh, I tried Mia Hookah Tobacco. Um, I believe that was the one that I did, the Vegas H2O. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm not mistaken, that was last episode, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, nope. You know what? That wasn't it. Last episode was Trifecta Vanilla. Oh, bet. It was two episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, two episodes ago I tried Mia, and I did not like it. The flavor that I tried was Vegas H2O, and it just it just wasn't it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And I decided to just try one more time. Okay. One more time, okay? And so I got another another flavor for you all, and that is Red Dragon. All right? Okay. I really should start looking at the flavor descriptions of these things before I try them, but sometimes that takes the that takes the fun away from I don't know takes the the fun away from it. But uh, on the Mia packaging, it pretty much gives you you know what should be in it: watermelon ice with mint, mm-hmm. um, and you see slices of watermelon on this. For some reason, I was thinking I would maybe get some cherry. I don't know. I was like red dragon. Sure, maybe, maybe. Uh, no, that is not the case. It is literally just watermelon um, with a icy finish. Now, I don't smoke a lot of watermelon. Um, 
if you want to know something really, really personal about me, I don't even eat watermelon. And that's just just so I don't. You're allergic? You're probably allergic. No, I'm, I'm not allergic <laughs> to it. I just always saw the thing where it was like, oh, yeah, black people like watermelon. And I just never wanted to be that guy. So I never ate watermelon in public. And then I just didn't eat watermelon. Like, I don't eat watermelon. Like, I have not had watermelon in, I, I don't know, two decades, maybe. Maybe more. I, I, I mean, I'm only 32. So it's 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 there. It's almost so, yeah, an I, impressive amount of time to not go... To not have eaten watermelon. Yeah, and it, it was funny. I'll, I'll throw this out there. The uh, when I was working at IKEA, when I finally started to make my way up the ranks, up to um, you know manager and getting into the the board meetings and whatnot, they would always have food for these meetings, and you know whether it be sandwiches or meatballs or hot dogs or pe- whatever. Uh, but there would always be something there. But once I started going to the meetings, they were like, "Hey, we got in some fresh cut watermelon." And I was like, "Okay." That's for y'all. <laughs> like I was, I was like, I'm not, I'm not eating this. No, I'm not. Like I just got here to these meetings and y'all switch it up and start adding watermelon. Like no, I feel like there's something behind this. Y'all took a, a random guess and you're like, well, he would probably like watermelon, and I'm y'all not gonna eat weird. the watermelon <laughs> and protest. So I have not eaten watermelon in public Damn. or even at home. I just haven't had it. So that's, that's just a that's just a long <laughs> story about my things on watermelon. But when it comes to shisha. Uh, very early on uh, in my hookah life, uh, when I was all about the sweetness, I was huge on watermelon because that is honestly one of the sweetest flavors when it comes to shisha mm. is watermelon. For all and it's sure. yeah. it, it, it because everyone has to amplify the watermelon because if you were to just use a regular watermelon, like the natural taste of watermelon, there's not really a lot there. And that's another thing I remember about watermelon. It's like you can put some sugar on it. Other than that, you're just kind of just, it's crunch, water, melon. I mean, like the taste of it's it is definitely, light. it's very light. So these flavors are amplified when it comes to shisha, and that's what's giving you that that taste. So I'm, I'm I would say I like my watermelon now um, to be kind of cut. And I say that in a sense of like it's used in a mix to enhance other flavors. Um, being someone that is very into honeydew melon and sweet melon and melon flavors, I know for a fact that watermelon is used as an enhancer to these other melons. So when you find a cantaloupe or if you find a honeydew melon, I guarantee you nine times out of 10, they have used watermelon in that mix to have, sweeten it. Have you eaten other kinds of melons? Oh yeah. Okay, just specifically not watermelon. Just specifically watermelons. Okay. Just because of the, okay. the, the connotation with black people. I don't know. I just no. it's just okay. the weirdest fucking thing. But I don't I just, understand like, that. I've never grown up in that position, so I do not understand <laughs> that, but I absolutely respect where you're coming yeah. from on that. And yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> just go into a, a store in, in Texas, like a vintage store or like an old timey store or even a garage sale sometimes, I'll see that they have like the old black kids eating watermelon yeah, as like on a sign real. or a figure and i'm like yo you've realized that you have this <laughs> like why yeah. are you trying to sell this just get rid of it yeah <laughs> this isn't home furniture um so yeah so anyways going back to the watermelon <laughs> Uh, so when it comes to the Red Dragon, um, it's honestly been a while since I have had a watermelon as the forefront flavor 
Um, like I said before, I, I enjoy it when it's just in there as a surprise, hidden, used as an enhancer, or just you know one part of a mix. Um, so going to Red Dragon, it was kind of a redeemer. It, it, it helped them out um, in my thoughts of the brand going from Vegas H2O, which was the passion fruit, cantaloupe, and strawberry, to something that is just a basic watermelon ice with mint. And there is an emphasis on the labeling that the ice is separate from the mint. Um, huh. And I think this would probably be, um, so, so my, my thing with watermelon chill, that's probably the last watermelon forefront flavor mix that I've had. Um, and that one was watermelon and ice mint. Like it is just ice. Sometimes it's just, huh. it's a little too cold for me. And this one, it's watermelon mint with some cooling. And I, I enjoy this more because it's not as sharp and it's got a little bit more weight to it. So I'm actually, I'm okay with Red Dragon. Now here's the caveat to that. It's fine. I enjoyed my smoke session, but would I run back to it and smoke it again? Nah, I mean, I'm all right. Like it's yeah. It didn't it didn't make me go, "Oh, I should start messing with watermelons again." Like I should start bringing some watermelons into my session or go back to my 08 07 era of of smoking Ooh. hookah. But nobody it's, should uh, do that. <laughs> it, it it didn't happen that way, you know? I I will say like I said, I it wasn't the same feeling as I had with Vegas H2O where I was just like, "Ugh." I'm done with this. Like, I, I definitely finished my session with this, but it's just not one of those ones where I'm like, run it back. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but I have no problem recommending this. If someone wanted to smoke watermelon, they're a fan of watermelon. Sure. I'd say just try Red Dragon. Give it a try. Um, for me, I'm going to go with a 7 out of 10 on this flavor. Okay. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Little, little change around from that Vegas H2O. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely a, a surprise on that score. Yeah. Um, Okay, interesting. I probably won't try that one because I, I just don't need watermelon mint flavors. Um, mm. But my flavor this week was... Uh, so I don't know if this one's technically cheating because it's possible that this showed up in a mix at some point during like the first summer I started smoking hookah at like hookah bars. But I don't think it did. I know a buddy of mine used to smoke it pretty consistently, but I... Don't believe I ever did. Maybe it, maybe I did six years ago. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but it is Alfaker Grenadine. Okay. Yeah. I. Okay. Yeah. It was a, it was a weird one. I was just like looking through the Alfaker flavors the other day, and I saw Grenadine. And the reason I thought about it was because the the friend I mentioned he kept a post-it note in his wallet of from the hookah bar that we would go to that of like a mix that somebody there had made him and it was just super good. So he just kept the post-it and was like, I want that, just whatever that is. So that he could just like order it all the time. And it had Alfaker Grenadine in it. So I was like, oh, Grenadine. I like, okay, I, like I've, I've heard of that. Like I've, I've, people have smoked that. Like I've known people who smoke that. Um, yeah, I was honestly overall just pleasantly surprised. It was, it was good. I don't, up until I smoked this flavor, I'm going to be entirely honest with all of you, I did not know what grenadine was. Even from, like, mixing days, like, drinking, like, it never came I, into, like, was your never, wheelhouse? That was never, a, never a, like, a thing that I drank. Yeah, I can't say I ever had a drink with grenadine in it, like, as far as I know. I never, like, that wasn't my type of drink, I guess. But as long as you know that grenadine is not alcoholic, it's just the flavoring. Right, right, yes, okay, yes okay. yeah, 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 I, I know that now. Um, okay, 
but yeah, so yeah, it's it's just the flavor, and I never really knew what it consisted of. So it turns out it's made from like pomegranates, mm-hmm. which makes sense because it's red. Uh, so yeah, honestly, just a super solid type, like grenadine type, pomegranate type flavor. Uh, was overall really happy with it. Would not smoke it on its own again, but I would be more, I'm more than happy to continue or just start putting that in my rotation and like blends to try to like blend it with stuff. Um, yeah, overall just pretty solid. Okay. I'd probably put it at like a, I'd probably put it at a seven out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Happy with it. Well, um, just to make a, uh, quick reference that is, there is a scene in a show, um, where someone says, uh, what would you like to have? And he just said, um, uh, grenadine. Wait, he said what? <laughs> he just says grenadine. Michael Scott. It's the office. Oh, okay. okay. And she said, Got "What's it. and what's your drink? Uh, grenadine." <laughs> and she just looks at him. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So well, just, just yeah. throwing that out there. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You tried grenadine. Yeah. All right. That honestly, I'm with you on this. I have not had a straight bowl of that. And there's two flavors that I was looking at in the warehouse today. Um, that I have not had a straight bowl of, um, not saying that there isn't more of these flavors, but these were just two that caught my eye. And one of them was grenadine, and the other is plum. You mean prune? Plum. <laughs> yeah, I know it's called plum, but we all know it's a prune flavor. But mm-hmm. nobody would buy it if it was called prune. Right, right. So That's that's why we have dark plum in Tangiers. Yeah. It was once prune, but no one bought it, so just change the label. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. that's how things work. And that's how you run a shisha business. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's that, everybody. That's episode 46. We're shutting it down. <laughs> if no one liked it when it was called baklava, just call it chocolate dessert or chocolate doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate doo-doo. Just, chocolate doo-doo. Oh, people are buying it now. Okay, change the name. All right, so we hope you all enjoyed. We hope you all learned a little bit about maybe running your own shisha business. Or just things um, to think about if you're making yeah. your own shisha. Yeah, sadly, we are in an era of time where the the kibosh for new shisha brands are kind of just... That, that window is, is closed, yeah. I, I would say. It's, it, it's pretty Not much closed. Not officially, but practically <clears throat> Not, closed. Yeah, yeah, practically. There's, there's definitely some people that are... Uh, They're trying. Doing the, doing the Wild Wild West, you know, pretty much let's just run things until you shut me down, which is an approach, you know, get yourself out there if you want to, if you got a dream of doing things, but I feel like there's just too much involved to just create something that's going to get shut down. So yeah. our, our smoke brand or pass brand... Uh, won't hit the shelves anytime It'll soon. Likely but, never come to fruition. But you know, if things change, hey, and we get some some seed money, twenty twenty four. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see what you happens. You might see you might see some smoke shisha tobacco Shit. or pass tobacco. Jesus, <laughs> you won't you won't see yeah. either of those things. <laughs> but uh, yes, party people. Thank you again for listening. Um, as always, let us know some feedback. Let us know, again, what you would do with your Shisha brand, what your name would be, maybe some of your mixes. Um, you can always let us know on thehookahpodcast.com or any of our many social networks that we are on that we just may not use too often. But we're there. We're there. We'll get we're a there. notification if you We actually it. got a message from, uh, from one of our listeners, Jonathan, while we were oh, recording oh. this. 
Oh, snaps. I think it, I think it was about him adding a uh, comment on one of his orders to about the contest runner-up. Also, do okay. that still if y'all haven't. If you okay. entered our Cloud Lotus giveaway and Sexy Tong giveaway and you did not win, uh, you still got a runner-up prize. Yeah, so yeah. So let us know. Let us know. Put it put it in the comments that say that you entered, and uh, we'll make sure you're t- getting taken care of. Yeah. And uh, so we are recording this episode. We've kind of made a shift recently. Uh, we normally record our episodes on Sundays. Uh, the last four, five. Yeah, the last maybe? several for sure. Yeah, uh, have been on a Tuesday, and today is March tenth, which is. M A R one zero. It's Mario Day. Mario Day. So uh, if you don't know what Mario Day is, it's just exactly what I just said. It's Mario Day. Nintendo celebrates it, and they take twenty dollars off of their games, which is pretty big. Because one thing I will say is, from being a uh, Switch owner and having all the other consoles, Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't <laughs> put anything on sale. <laughs> Never. What Never. in the world is going on here? Because they don't have to, bro. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they just celebrated three years of the Switch. I mean, Breath of the Wild growing. has been out for well over a year, possibly two, and it's still $60. Yep. Yep. Mario Party, Super Smash. I mean, yeah, people are going to buy it regardless. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's they know there, They that, know their games hold value. Like, yeah. But it's interesting, you know, being a, a different console user, you know, Xbox playstation like i didn't pick up borderlands 3 when it came out which was i mean right around the holiday season and now it's on sale on xbox for 24.99 so i'm like okay that's cool like it's been four months okay i'll take that that's what i'm used to so when i want to go and play mario aces the tennis game i feel like it should be on sale but it's not but it's on sale today and my girl just picked it up and she just got home so your boy is about to load up another bowl my girl and my girl picked up uh mario kart 8 for the switch oh snaps yeah. so we're about, we're, to we're, about to, a... we're about to go down on some mario kart yep and we're about to go down on some mario tennis i wouldn't so have taken will... you for a for a mario tennis player. oh man pretty much Anything with competition, count me in. But uh, <laughs> Mario, Mario Strikers, the soccer game, and the tennis games from GameCube. I spent a lot of time on Mario sports games. I don't know. There's something about them that, okay, that I enjoy. That's, I was but, not expecting that, but you know what? I respect it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, whenever you're ready, uh, I'll, I'll whoop your ass in Mario Kart real quick. Yeah. And, uh, good luck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Love I got you. Down. I got you. Yeah, let me know when you you finish the game. I'm I'm done already. But okay, well I don't even have it yet. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Step yeah, your well, game up. <laughs> guess what? I've played Mario Kart before. I know how that shit works, and I'm good at it. So okay, okay. Um, but yeah, cool. That's uh, that's episode 40, 46, y'all. Go check us out on the hookahpodcast.com, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.